0: Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dike Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dike Heward to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy
1: amen. We have a testimony in the house, amen. Put your hands together for Mercy Joanna as she comes to share her testimony with us. Clap for her as she comes forward. We are waiting for you. Oh, don't stop clapping till she gets here. It's a powerful testimony. Wow. Oh, Wow. You are surprised to be here. Wow. Please introduce yourself.
2: Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Please, my name is Messi Joanna.
1: Okay. Use the microphone. Oh.
2: Please, my name is Messi Joanna. I'm from the present service. Greater love. All right.
1: Please share your testimony with you. What's your testimony about?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> hmm. <laughs> My testimony is about how through payers I was able to um recover, recover yeah. what I lost. Amen.
1: Amen. <laughs> so what happened?
2: Yeah, see last week <laughs> last week I went to do some shopping at KJTM Market. Yes. And I mean, when my pocket my money, came, I mean, after the anti-hand preaching and everything, I said, that's no, I cannot be broke again. So when yeah. money came, I just, I made a budget, I planned.
3: Wow. So I said
2: that, oh, I'm going to buy a few things, then I'll save the rest.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And then, I mean, the way prices are nowadays, by the time I finished making the budgets, the mm. money was finished. Mm. And even some things that I didn't add, I, there was no money for it. So I said, hey, but I told my friend that, oh, let's go to the market. So we went. I went to buy a few things. I bought, I bought a lot of things. Because I said that, no, this, yes. this month, I'm not going to be broke. I'm going to use the money wisely, everything. So, when I finished, I mean, so I was carrying like two heavy bags. Okay. And I was coming back. And I remember the last thing I had to buy was a bottle of oil. But now, you know, like prices have really gone up. So... Before I could buy the oil, money was finished. So I had to now go and withdraw extra money. Oh. That was not part of my budget. And buy the oil.
1: A big bottle of oil.
2: Yes, a big bottle of oil. Yeah. When I was coming to school, I told myself that I will not buy rice and oil. Because when mm-hmm. I saw the prices, I said, no. I'll use what I bought from the house. But it got finished. So I said that. You didn't just buy it. So I was coming back. And then after I was coming back, I mean, I was walking through the market. So people were hitting me and everything. Okay. And someone hits me. And something was like, MG, check and make sure that nothing has fallen down. And I was like, oh, oh. I mean, it's a market. Yes. Everybody is people hitting hate you. It's normal. You dear, let me get to my hostel, then I'll yeah, check okay. my things. So where, can you where imagine? Is your I'm at Guest from fan, Conformation. No okay. So I mean, if you've been to the markets, like typical Kajiado markets, like crowds of people are walking. Yeah. And I walked all the way from the center to the like. I was almost at my hostel, mm-hmm. but like the area was clear now. So I was like, okay, now let me check. And lo and behold, the bottle of oil that I went to pay for was gone.
1: Everybody say, mess. If you buy oil, you understand this, testimony. So
2: the bottle of oil had disappeared. I said it was not possible. My friends said, mm-hmm. that, oh, check the other bag. We removed everything. The bottle of oil was not there. Now the question is, as we are standing in KJC market, which parts, like where did it drop? Where will I pass? Like I crossed the road. I crossed like three roads to get hey. to where I was. Maybe it fell on the road. Maybe a car has hit it. I mean, if you if you've been to the market, it's like just wonder how am I going to find the bottle? Yeah. <laughs> at which I don't remember the point at which it dropped. Like and you was, didn't leave
1: it at the woman's store too? No, I did
2: I, I knew that I didn't leave it at the store. Wow. The man gave me the oil. So here I was. I didn't know what to do. I said, eh. Hey. So I said that you know I'm still going back. I have faith. Let me just go and check. Wow. So I was going. Me, yeah, I was asking myself that like, message journal, Look at all the people who are walking beside me. Where will I find this oil? So as I was going, as point I became discouraged, I said that, you know what, so let me just go and buy another bottle.
1: Another bottle?
2: Yes, it's okay. Oh. I'll take more. I'll just, I'll just buy another bottle, yes. So I just, I was praying too, because, you know, mommy said we should pray about everything. That is wow. nothing too little to that, pray about. Wow. Say so when you miss something, you should always pray about it. Wow. The Bible said that don't be anxious about anything, but you should pray about everything. So, yeah, I was praying too, because my money... <laughs> And then as I was going, so I turned and I met the person that I hit. I asked her Oh, have you seen it? She said, Oh.
1: You met the person that w-
3: w- who
2: thinks, yeah, the person who hits me was oh, a okay. celebrate seller. And I said Oh, have you seen it? She said, Ah, yeah, she was even looking at me. Like, how can you be looking for a bottle of oil in this market? <laughs> so I was going, I was going, I was, looking, I was looking around, looking around. Then all of a sudden, someone said, All of a sudden. <laughs> I saw, like, as I was looking, looking, and I saw this woman, she was selling soap, like, so I see powdered soap, then I saw like soap then i saw a bottle of oil hey said, no, no, no. someone said a bottle of oil <laughs> nobody saw soap and oil at the same time then i looked at her face and she i mean she was not even looking she was calling to come and buy her things then i looked at her and i asked her in my broken tree i said oh please has she seen any bottle of oil falling down and she said oh this one fell down wow and i took it and i was so happy wow
1: <laughs> it was your bottle of oil you see, some of you are not coming because you don't, you don't buy oil. For a bottle of oil to get missing, engage it here. Yeah. And for someone to find it and they decide to keep it. And when you come out, you say, oh, take it, it's yours. It's a miracle. Amen. So what would you like to tell it? The... Yeah, it's a fulfillment of scripture. She recovered. The, the missing? Wow. The way Saul found his missing donkeys, you found your missing oil. Amen. What would you like to tell the church, MJ?
2: I would like to tell the church that, I mean, first of all, it's because of the preaching that I decided to budget my money. Because wow. at first, when I get pocket money, I'll just spend and spend and spend. Then when the money gets finished, I'll call the house and say, My money is finished. Then it's okay. I mean, it takes some time. Then I'll Look be sad. i <laughs> going to sit down, I'll be sad. I'll be like, What am I always? But the money, I know that the pocket money does the lot. Yeah. So I just want to say that, first of all, we should really take the preaching seriously. We should like, try and budget some money and everything like mommy was saying. And then also, I just want to say that we should pray about everything. Yeah. That nothing is too small. Yeah. Maybe you think that, oh, I mean, it was just my bottle of oil, but I prayed about it and I was able the to Holy yeah,
1: The Holy Spirit helped me to pray. Put your hands together for her. Amen. I also want to say that no testimony is too small. Amen. You may feel like her oil is a small. She thought it was a small testimony, but have you not been blessed? Would you not like to find something that is missing in your life? Amen. So anything, any testimony you have, come and share it, it will be a blessing to someone. Amen.
3: Activity. As the stream's in the sound They that soul in tears shall reap with joy He that goeth for thee Bearing precious seeds Shall come again rejoicing Turn again, Oh,
4: clap is too weak hallelujah are you happy to be in church you don't sound like you are happy to be in church are you happy to be in church it is such a great privilege for us to be in church hallelujah tell your neighbor that it is a privilege for us to be here in the presence of the lord hallelujah yeah people pay to go to the presence of great kings but you have come to the presence of the king of kings tell your neighbor you have come to the presence of the king of kings hallelujah the bible says in psalm 16 verse 11 says that you show me the way of life the path to life psalm 16 verse 11 and today we have our pastor here to show us through the words of the lord the path that will lead us to a good life hallelujah yeah so that will show me the path of life today our pastor is in the house to show us the path the way to go that will give us a good life today i want you to put your hands together this afternoon we want to welcome our pastor the
5: anointed servant of the lord
4: put your hands together for years joy
3: the whole world
5: through where I will never find someone like
3: you just lift up
5: your two hands this morning thank the lord for an opportunity like this that's just thank him we thank you lord thank him lord, for lord, his lord. grace thank upon you for your life
3: grace thank him for his protection
5: upon your life your protection take it for granted thank him that every kiss is neutralized in Jesus name that the devil is defeated oh yes that you have a glorious future oh yes man. oh we are grateful to you lord no we are grateful thank you for bringing us here this morning i pray lord that your word will enter into our spirit Oh god name and that it will be well with us in jesus name jesus amen and amen, amen and amen god bless you take your seat hallelujah wow today is very different from me for me because campus is on holiday so this is my one service for the weekend. it's actually quite nice i have to say <laughs> Amen. And those of you from the present service, you should consider yourselves fortunate to be in the word encounter service. (laughs) If you are sitting by one of those refugees, tell them they have got poor. They have got, they have got cry. (laughs) This is the service that good things happen. We prosper from here. We prosper from here. Oh, yes, we prosper from here. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Lady Reverend Humi, you are actually welcome to the wedding Encounter service. It's been quite a while since we saw you. <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome here to prosper. Yes, you are welcome to the, the prospering service. Ah, look at help your is he being, Oh, in fact. <laughs> help you, Paulina. Shall we encounter people? Hold your blessings well. Don't let them. Hallelujah. That I'm very happy for today because I have been trying to wait for to get to start to talk about how we can neutralize these cases. I don't know if you are happy also. Ah, today we shall begin to neutralize them. We shall neutralize them. Amen. But um before um I get into that, I just want to say that. Um, Tomorrow is the 1st of May, and for us in this church, the month of May, we always know that it's our Father's birthday, but what makes this year special is that it's his 60th birthday, amen, and so we really, really, really want to celebrate it, are you in the church? We're going to celebrate it the whole month, amen, and our Father is not a, he's not really a party person, if you know what I mean. Uh Aha, so we will do it in different ways. But the one thing we know he's never tired of is winning souls. Yeah, he's never tired. Are you here? He's never tired. So through the month of May, I'm going to be encouraging you to stretch yourself and invite somebody to church. We all have people who we know we would have tried. Some of them you've even tried to preach to them and they've been some way. And then you just want to say, oh, just come to church. Look, it's it's my, my pastor's baby, so just come. You know, so next week, one person, the birthday itself, try two people. Amen. Is it a good idea? Yeah. Because that is what makes the person happy. You know, one of the things, if you are married, one of the lessons you have to learn is what makes the other person happy. Often you do what is important to you. I'm giving you free counseling. (laughs) You do what's important to you, but If you really want that marriage to be happy, do what makes that person happy. Uh Otherwise, the person doesn't understand. How many of you, something has been done for you, but you didn't appreciate it? How many of you? Uh The reason you didn't appreciate it was that maybe the thing was not important to you. So if you are somebody, for example, who doesn't like to eat out of the house, and then your uh, spouse wants to take you out for your baby, you will go, but there's no real... Thankfulness in your heart. Because you, nah, it's not something you like. I, I hope you get the point. Yeah. yeah. And if you are somebody who likes going out, but then your partner has come to, I mean, now come to do, and yeah, uh, yes, thank you, but it's not, I, I hope you get the point. Yeah. So that is why we want to do what the person likes. Uh-huh. I hope you get it. We want to do what the person likes. And the way he likes winning souls, he'll be happy to think that we, his children, that day, we have won. When we put it together, maybe some 500,000 souls have been won. Then, ah, Charlie, it's like, I hope you get it. That, that's what he would like to hear. Are you, are you with me? It doesn't mean that we will not celebrate. Of course, we'll do other things. Because we, we like making noise and celebrating. But, but the main thing, are you there? The main thing are the souls. So, try try some of you, the whole year, your, your soul's account is empty. <laughs> you understand I say your soul's account? You haven't won anyone to Christ. You've not, you know, even if you're a shy person, eh? You know, my, 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 my closest friend when I was in school, when I was on campus, we were unbelievers together. And I could never share the gospel with her because she came from a home with a brother who was highly Christian. So she had hair down. You know how the person becomes Deaf. And the person has heard the gospel. I was like, yeah. so even when I gave my life to Christ, I couldn't share it with her. She knew I was a Christian. Then I went on further studies and I came back. And when I came back, at least she had joined a Bible believing church, but she was still not born again. She would go every Sunday. Later on, she told me that on Sunday, when her pastor reaches the altar call, then she'll hold her chair. And she'll say, she should hurry up and finish that part of the service. But there was a program with, yeah. Uh, Mother Bishop's wife had organized the program and I invited her. Are you with me? And I told her that I've just joined the church. I don't really know so many people. So please, I need someone to go with Oh, why not? So we went. We enjoyed the food, enjoyed all the mess, everything. That day, Givtiya Afenyidazi had been invited to this breakfast program by, no, it was an afternoon program, but we, afternoon tea or something. Charlie, the church has done things in the past. And she was the preacher. And then she said, bow down your head. And in your heads." you know, she gave an altar call. So me, I bowed down, but then I heard the chair beside me. Whew. So I looked up. And then my friend looked at me. She said, today is my day. Yeah, yeah. Are you with me today? So after all the years of preaching, after all the years of preaching, that was her day. And incidentally, I think it's on the 10th of August, she's being ordained as a, as, a, as a reverend in her church. Yeah. Yeah. Are you with me? But you see that I couldn't touch her the gospel. It's just my friend with whom I used to do nonsense when we were children. Amen. But bringing her to the program made all the difference. You two, you're somebody. Eh? Your brother. You know how siblings don't hear. Your sister. Your parent. Invite. Invite. We shall win souls this May. Tell your neighbor, we shall win souls. Hallelujah. So so that is the um, for the month. Then on the 14th itself, it happens to fall on a Sunday. Yeah. I, I think we should wear white, oh? I think we should wear white. Ask your neighbor, do you have something white? that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah. After all, if your father is having his birthday in the house and you are celebrating it, Chalet food were not so expensive and Kayebe did you? So. <laughs> <laughs> eh? MJ has told you prices have gone up right. <laughs> okay, we shall consult. Tell we shall consult. Eh, we are, because we too, we like that. We too we like that part. Yeah. We have to. Yeah, we have to do something. This town church, this town church.) <laughs> Hallelujah. So I just want you to, to be aware. And and we will celebrate him. And you see, you may be wondering why do we need to celebrate? Why would you celebrate your father? Many fathers die without their children ever saying, Daddy, I love you. Many fathers die without their children ever saying, Daddy, thank you. It is true, it is the responsibility of your father to look after you. But everybody likes to be thanked. And if you think about how you are who you are because of your dad, you will find something to say. Are you there? Hey, me, my father, he didn't do anything. He, maybe not, but he gave you the jeans you have. Mm, that's why you are nice. Maybe he didn't do anything physical. though. Mm-hmm. please look at your neighbour and say neighbour. But remember your niceness, no. Mm-hmm. Then there are those of us whose fathers paid our school fees. Amen. Hey, you are very quiet. Oh, and you see, until you start paying school fees, you will not know how difficult it is. Mm. It's very difficult because you can see the money there. You know that if you were not paying fees, you have a bit of money. I remember one day after we finished paying some fees for my last one, then my husband lifted his head. Then he said, hmm, "It's by the grace of God that we don't have four children, because when he paid, out, he felt that the thing has so finished him. Where will he find the fourth child? Own, you know. And in the same way, in the same way." You may not realize how he has affected your life until you stop to think about it. The way you think right now is because of the messages you've heard. Yeah, that's why you are thinking of how you build. Hmm. Are you there? Yeah, some of you, that's the only reason why your marriage is working because of what we've been taught. Some of you, is only because when you were in school, you had a church. Yeah, are you there? Hey, yeah, you are very quiet, too. I told somebody this morning. I said, "But for Bishop Doug, you by this time you'd have just been wasted, women drinking, drinking. Some very nice-looking young man. He's very nice guy. You, the way you were, if you had not been saved, by this time, useless." And so we honor in this church, and we are not shy of it. Amen. And please, as you are coming, we don't take happy birthday song to the market. So please remember your HYP offer. Amen. And please, if you don't believe such things, don't bring it. I will never ask you. Uh So don't go something. i you ask to do what? Ask your neighbor to do what? What was you? To do what? To do what? (laughs) All right. Powerful. But today I'm going to start talking about the neutralizing the curse. And, and I'm going to talk about a few things. One of the other things I need to say to you is that the whole month we're going to be listening to Bishop Dag. So next week we will still continue on neutralizing the case, but we'll cut a message he has preached. So that we continue. Are you there? Yeah. And we get the full package, as full as it can be. And don't forget to get your own free e-copy of this book. You have to, can you see the thickness? How many weeks? I can't preach all. I can't... Tell me, but do you know which curses do you know? Do you know the one that's chasing you? (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. But let's go into the word and let's begin to look at how to neutralize curses. I I, I want to start from the point that every curse, something can be done. Every curse. Amen. It's not every curse you can delete. That's why we are using the word neutralize. Uh Some curses you can delete them. You can do it, but some you can't. Look at the ones we were talking about. Look at the ones we about. The case on Adam is there. Look, ask your neighbor this week. Did you sweat? <laughs> it's in a case by the sweat of your brow. You eat bread. Yeah. Lady Noretta, is there an AC in your bank? Is there an AC? Is AC? It's really cool. You're in a really good place, but they don't know that you are sweating. Yeah. Are you there? How many teachers do we have in the house? Can I see your hand if you teach at any level? Do you know that people don't know that teaching is sweat? <laughs> Some people, it was only when we had COVID. They said, ah. To be in this house with these characters. Yeah, now you are calling them characters. Yeah. Some people cry, they call their children terrorists because of. <laughs> But every day you release the terrorists on some teachers, and they have to handle yeah. everybody. Hallelujah. So we cannot undo it, you know, but we can neutralize it. And we're going to begin to look at some of them. Hallelujah. The first thing I want to share with you, you can neutralize a curse or avoid a curse by restoring the father-son or father-daughter relationship. Father, son, father, daughter. And please, everything we we say is based on scripture. Yeah. Malachi chapter 4. Let's read verse 5 and 6. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. By the way, those of you who think Elijah has come and gone, you will discover that his anointing has recurred. John the Baptist carried his anointing. And in the book of Revelations, there are two prophets who will arrive carrying that anointing. In fact, when they appear, we know that the end is close. Yeah. Are you here? Every anointing has a description, how it works. And the things that are written about those prophets show us that they are carrying the anointing of Elijah. But look at something. Look at what they're supposed to do. Verse 6. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children. And the heart of the children to their fathers. Why? Lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. So in places where the heart of the father has turned away from the children. And the heart of the children has turned away from the the father. There's a curse in in the earth there. Yeah, Remember we talked about Bible curses. It's just there. Is lying there you may not know. And so to overcome it, repair your relationship. Repair the relationship. Amen. Let's look at another scripture in Ephesians chapter 6. It's the one we normally cite. Verse 2 to 3. Honor thy father and thy mother. Can you please ask your neighbor, have you been doing? (laughs) Honor your father and your mother which is the first commandment with promise. Many people have cursed their lives by this thing. Look at it. Why? That it may be well with you. So if you are here today and you feel that it's not well with you, I want you to check that relationship. And then he goes on to say, And thou mayest live long on the earth, that it will be well with you. Can it be that some people is not well with you because of a certain dishonor that you have brought And honor is not just money. Honor is many things. When somebody speaks to you and you ignore the person, it's dishonor. When the person's words are nothing, it's dishonor. Hey, When the person calls you and you don't go, it's dishonor. I I hope you are getting the the, the picture. Are you you understanding it? Hallelujah. I I hope you are getting the point. And so we say that just by correcting this. But my father, he has done this. Listen. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm sorry to inform you. Hey, the church has become quiet. <laughs> Hello? There's nothing you can do about it. Hey, my father, I didn't pay my school fees. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? <laughs> so you, we are not saying that you should do it because whatever has happened is nothing. No, we are saying you want to do well. And you want to have a case. And you want to make sure that you are not a candidate for that case. So, uh, honor. So I honor. I I hope it's okay. Hey, the church is very quiet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And many times, eh, what you are criticizing your father about? Be careful, oh, because you are fifty percent him. What you are criticizing your mother about? Recently, somebody was talking to me. The person said, "I am shocked to find how much like my mother I've become." And I started to laugh because I'm seeing the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> amen you'll be amazed, you are 50% so be careful I had a friend who didn't marry till he was almost 40 and one of the reasons was that his father had 8 wives and he told me that, he said the day I see that I'm looking like my father, I'll kill myself, I laughed I told tell him that look, I'll give you the knife to put it down because you will resemble him yeah and so I ain't saying that I'll do the same thing no, what I'm saying is that whatever got your father is after you also uh-huh. Mm, it's after you. And that's why you shouldn't despise him. That's why you shouldn't talk in a certain way. Amen. When you talk in a certain way, you make something come and follow you. One day, a certain stepmother was commenting on her stepson. And she told me that the stepson, in fact, wabong pa. She described the boy. Pa. She said that the boy no chale doesn't know anything that is very, very, very... Oh! She talked about that. What she forgot was that she had just started delivering children. When hers came to manifest eh? (laughs) You have forgotten that the guy you are saying that's 50% your husband and your own children too is the same 50% you have forgotten. And this one, he was older than your children, so he has come a bit further in his education. Yours at that time, they were yet to come. But when they started coming, oh! So you don't know how yours will be. So don't start saying, "Mm." (laughs) am I talking to someone today? So repair the relationship for your own sake. Repair it because there is a curse that is averted. The Lord said, "I will smite the earth." Are you seeing it? When fathers and children don't see, remember as for as for God and He's watching everything. He and your father will sort it out. That's their business, not our business. Mm Hmm. I hope you are getting me. That's whose business? Their business. But you watch yourself and help yourself. Amen. Me, I'm not talking to my mother. So. And it is also the same when we start talking about spiritual fathers. It's the same thing. The person who is over you in spiritual things. Hallelujah. Now, the next one, and this is a very major one. You can cancel a curse by a sacrifice. You can cancel a curse by a sacrifice. Remember that in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13, the example that is given to us is the example of Jesus. And we are told that he redeemed us from the curse. How did he do it? By his crucifixion. Yeah. And by doing it, he relieved us so the, the Bible says that the law was a curse. Why was it a curse? Something you can never be free of. You see, many of us, we, th- we like to think that a curse is something very spooky. How, how will you describe spooky? How do I explain spooky? Something mysterious and scary. Most curses are not like that. Most curses, what they do is that they frustrate you. They trouble you. You are forever hindered. Usually that's how curses work. Many of them are in a cycle, a certain kind of cycle that is happening. You alone, you can't move forward. Every day you move forward, then you come backwards again like that. That's a sign of a curse. Are you in with me? When you are supposed to be doing well, you don't do well. It's a sign. When everything is put together it doesn't work. So when he says I'll smite the earth with a, with a curse. So you have put your seed in. You have fertilized it. You have watered it. You have watered it and it still doesn't do well. That's, that's a sign of the curse. I, I hope you are with me. yeah. And so here is when we're saying that it is overcome. So the law was a curse. How was it a curse? It just, you see, it was something that you are not going to win. The curse was commandments that you are supposed to follow. That will keep you doing good things. Hello? How many of you, when you were growing up, you said today, I'm going to be good? Good. Did it work? Was it not even worse than the day that you didn't say anything? Uh-huh. So that shows you the curse of the law. Are you getting it? That shows you the curse of the law. That ah, yeah, I am bound to something that I'm doing, 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 and yet I will never be able to make it. Doing, doing, doing. So, Jesus came to break that curse. Uh-huh. I hope you get it. Yeah. And he came and how did he break it? By a sacrifice that he did. By, 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 by going up there and pouring out his blood for us. So, pastor, are you saying that I also have to pour my blood? Uh, tell your neighbor that your blood, dear, I don't know what we'll do with it. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do with your blood. <laughs> <laughs> am I talking to somebody today oh. <laughs> First Peter chapter 1 let's read from verse 18 and then the two verses 18 and 19 it says for as, as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. So we got a better sacrifice, and that's why it pays for so many things. And if you are here, you have not given your life to Christ, you are cheating yourself because He has already poured the blood, and all that you need to do is to accept His sacrifice that it is for you. Are you here? You know. And it became a source of a lot of power. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 18. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. The power that we have comes to us because of the cross of Christ. Are you here? Now, is that the only example? Now, I'm saying this because when you when you sacrifice something, the devil cannot follow you into your sacrifice. Amen. Pharaoh chased the Egyptians until uh, they entered the Red Sea and crossed. It was a type of sacrifice. You've taken your life into your own hands. As you are crossing the Red Sea, if the water comes back, what will happen to you? But you cross. And as Satan tries to follow, he's overcome. Yeah, he's overcome. It's your sacrifice that gives you that power. Are you with me so far? Let's look at another example in the Bible, in the book of Exodus chapter 12. I really like this example because the Old Testament is a very good picture of the new. I look at something in Exodus chapter 12 I'm just going to pick verses pick scriptures but if you know your Bible in the book of Exodus the children of Israel were under bondage isn't it? The Egyptians had, had um, kept them there yes and they were really maltreating them. How did they get out? Did they go and fight a war? They did not. The Lord had sent Moses and Moses had gone and talked to Pharaoh and talked and talked and talked. You see there's some talking that you are doing. It's not changing the situation. Nothing is changing until the Lord gave them a game changer. Exodus chapter 12. Let's start from verse 5. Okay, if you like, let's start from verse 3. Okay, okay. Speak unto the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb according to the house of their fathers. A lamb for a house. And if the household is little, for the lamb let him take his neighbors, etc. Verse 5. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. And you shall take it from the sheep and, or from the goats. And you shall keep it to the 14th day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it. Jump to verse 12 in the evening. Verse 12. "'For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night "'and will smite all the firstborns in the land of Egypt, "'both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt "'I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. "'And the blood shall be to you for a token "'upon the houses where you are. "'And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be unto you to destroy when I smite the land of Egypt. So the Lord was showing the children of Israel what was going to happen. And he said to them that sacrifice something, sacrifice a lamb. And when you have sacrificed it, put that sign on the door. So the angel of death, the problem, there it is coming. But as it is coming, and he sees that blood. Our Passover. Our Passover. And this Passover that you are seeing, or what we are reading in Exodus, you can easily relate it to Christ. You can easily relate it to the fact that another lamb came. Do we not call him the Lamb of God? Yeah. He shed his blood. Yeah. So when you receive him, it's almost as though you are, there is the mark of the blood of Christ on you. Are you there? Yeah. And that is why, as a believer, there are some things that must blow over. Uh huh. Hello? That is why you become a source of power to even help release your family from a curse. There are some of you, your family, nobody marries. There's no, you just, you have not thought about it well. They are born in, but they are not marrying. This one comes and says, This is my husband, this is my wife, but they are not married. They are cohabiting. You see. Then you come and you say that, I'm marrying. Amen? Amen? And you marry properly. And you have the right, because of the blood over you, to say that this curse of not marrying is finished. After me, they will marry. And you begin to see that the people in your house begin to marry. They won't even know that it's because of you, but it doesn't matter. I think you get the point, you see. So it is because you are mentioning a sacrifice that was done. Amen. And so also it is in many things in this life you will find out that the sacrifice that you make becomes what you can use or what you can refer to for something. Amen. Many of you when you are giving your offering you don't understand what you are doing so you just pay the offering. You just put it in there because it's, it's something that we do but it's also a sacrifice and if you respected your offering You know that this thing that I'm doing here is actually a sacrifice. And it therefore has a power. And you better remember it. Especially in today's day and age. Hey. Tell your neighbor proper banks are falling down. Proper Proper banks. Proper banks built on proper uh, foundations. (laughs) Not banks that have come about by somebody's kululu and things. No, proper banks are coming down. Yeah. It's a sacrifice. You see, when you just wake up and then you now, you have taken, when your salary comes and say, oh, let me get some one one city and just put this aside. That's my offering. So when I come they say first offering, first uh, offering one city, second offering one CD. Times four weeks, isn't it? That's what? Eight cities. CDs. No, four times. Eight eh? CDs. You just put it. It means nothing to you. That's why it doesn't work. That's why it doesn't work. But when you are putting it in, something oh, is costing you something. That's why David said, look, I won't give God something that doesn't cost me anything. It must cost me something. Then it becomes a sacrifice and that's why it has power. And you are certainly very quiet too. <laughs> this morning, Bishop Doug was saying something. Those of you who don't listen to Flo, you have done it yourself. But he shared a very profound thing. He said that, look, all the use of money that you have, it is the same between believers and unbelievers. Chopping, 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 chopping. He said, "Accept what you do as an offering." He said, the, "The money that you give as an offering is the only use of money that is supposed to bring you a blessing. It's the only, and that's the one you are joking with. You go to the market and you spend. Nowadays, when you go to the market to spend, 500, 600, is nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. You won't even see, wow! Well, you can just. Uh, you don't need to call anyone to help you with your load. You can carry it yourself. It'll you be anything." <laughs> <laughs> so, you have gone to the market. <laughs> Spend your 500, 600 that you are only going to eat. Just like how an unbeliever two will go. Spend 500, we will all eat it. The only one that is supposed to turn around and bring you a blessing, that's the one that you give in church, and that's the sacrifice you are fooling with. Hey. Hmm. Are you there? Tell your neighbor, I'm changing my mind about my, my, my offerings. I'm changing my mind. I'm changing my mind. Let's go continue. We are looking inside the Bible today. Tell your neighbor we're looking inside the Bible. Hmm. Look at another example of a sacrifice. Genesis chapter 8. Genesis chapter 8. Remember that the Bible, that the principles are the same. The methods may be different, but the principles are the same. In Genesis chapter 8, after Noah's flood and all that, let's go to verse 20. Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took off every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. Because in those days, that was how you gave an offering to God. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not again cast the ground any more. For man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more everything living as I have done. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. So in other words, after the curse of Noah, after the water had come and flooded the earth, God could have continued... He could have continued crying. But when Noah came and did the sacrifice, God said, I won't do it again. May you give a sacrifice that will cause the Lord to say, stop. That will cause him to stop whatever it is that is walking through your family. Some of you, your family has a certain sickness. Yeah. Sickness is also moving families. Are you there? You are very quiet. If you have asthma, it moves in families. BP moves in families. Uh, Heart attack things, it moves in families. Uh, Diabetes, it moves in families. Madness moves in families. Um, What again? Oh, it's true. It's true. Epilepsy, it moves in families. A lot of things. You see, because we just don't think much. That's why we just accept it. But many things move in families. And it is possible that there's a sacrifice that you will do that will just stop it. Yeah. Just stop it. Amen. Are you in the house? Hey. You see, and, and, and people have not, <laughs> if you have not learned to give, then you have not learned to stop a curse. Mm. Poverty. The poverty that is doing Africa. Eh? The poverty. The poverty. If you want your way out, you better start sacrificing. Because the way you are thinking is the way out. It's not the way out. Oh, if I work hard enough. Hard work. and yeah. Work hard because you do everything, I mean, in honor of the Lord. But don't work hard because you think it is getting you out of poverty. Hmm. Hey, the church is very quiet. Yeah. Not because of that at all. Poverty. You better learn how to give. Both in the church and to people. Why? Because for each there's a blessing. What does what does what does the Lord say about giving to the poor? He says that when you give to the poor, you learn to God. You when you see them coming, then you roll your window up. Do you know something? Let me solve it for you, eh? Especially those of you with cars. Decide that every month I think I can give this to poor people. Change it into small notes and leave it in your car. When the person comes, you just when it's finished, it's finished. You've done your quota for the month and you do it again. Because when you give to the poor, you lend to God. How many of us will not like me? I would like God to owe me. He's owing me. Uh I want him to owe me. Are you there? Yeah, allow your heart to be moved. There's a message that he preached one time, also saying that, help because you can. Help because you can. Some of you can help, but you sit on the help. And therefore, it doesn't become a blessing to you. And so the few who actually help, they become overstretched. There are few people. Everybody is going to ask them for help. Because you you can't do your small part. Do it. But now the small part that you are doing to you won't do. Then the people who are given to helping end up being very stretched. Hey, The church has become very quiet. If you see me praying about money it is for somebody. It's not mine. Oh crap. And now some two people their school fees I'm like Lord this thing we have to solve it. We have to solve it Lord. Solve it. But the people can pay it. They are here. Hey. The church is very quiet. Oh. No, it is your way out of poverty. Please find the scripture for me. Give and it will be given unto you. Press down. shake it together. Overflowing. Open it. Open it. Ah. Ah, please write this one down anyway. Proverbs nineteen seventeen. The other one is in Corinthians. Find it. Hey. Look at it. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over, shall men, not necessarily the one you gave to, give into your bosom. So somebody else will give it to you. For with the same measure that you mete out, your stingy self is that same measure that will be measured to you again. Are you here? Some of you, have to kill that mind I don't have. You have to kill it because it is your passport to a poverty that's not dying. Yeah. Are you in the house? From today, make up your mind that if I can help, I will do it. So that the day someone asks you for help and you can't, it's from an honest heart. Like, oh, but I can pray with you. Or oh, you're not understanding what I'm saying. And so, Pastor, let me also share one thing with you. In this church, we don't lend money. Don't lend anybody money. It brings trouble. The person will come to you and say, I need ATCDs, I'll pay you back. So you, two, you take the ATCDs, you give it to the person. The person will give it to you one month, two months, half a year. Now when the person sees you, it's like as if you and him, there's an enmity. who So when the person comes to ask you for ATCDs, them, oh, I don't have 80 CDs, eh? But then the amount you can give without looking again. Are, are you getting me? So maybe you have some 20 CDs. You can give him the 20. Say this one, I give you. Don't you don't have to bring it back. I pray that you get some more people to help you. Then you have done your part, and then you keep your relationship. Is it okay? Yeah. But giving, eh? If you don't give, you are not helping yourself. And it's not only money we give. Some of you, you have some shirts. You haven't worn it two years, me. That's what the ladies want. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. You have some shoes. Be white once. Never wear it again. Pack all. And they know who to give it to. You You bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Maybe it is one of the things we should do this mail. Hello? I said, maybe it's one of the things we should do this. May. You see, the reason why people look down on used clothing from ourselves is because of how we do it. You take the shirt that is torn and bring it for who to wear? For who? Are you getting it? When you are going to give something away, it must be, remember, it's a sacrifice. So it must be something that you feel. You wash it, you iron it, you fold it, and you put it into... A clear rubber bag and you pray. it will find an owner. It will find an owner. Are you there? Yeah. And that way is a sacrifice to you. God, look, I'm not preaching to you out of the sky. You. It's something I do every year or every one and a half years. Oh, yeah. And now you there. <laughs> no, and many times I'm very ruthless. How because people, I mean, by the grace of God, people give me things because I also give. So I open the door I say, ah. But this jewelry that's been lying here, it's beautiful, but I've not used it. It's beautiful, but I've not used it. And I'll pick all of them. I see all the people saying, oh, yes, oh, yes. They're the harvesters in my house. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's true. Eh? I mean, it's because you have a No, no, no. I am teaching you something I have lived by since I owned one pair of shoes in my life, since I entered church. You see? And I will give away the things. And those who live with me can testify that. When God starts, he will return. Ah, It's too much. And I'll have to harvest the whole thing again. Yeah. I'm very serious about what I'm saying. You see, it's not everything we say. I don't want it to sound like a boast. But I'm sharing something with you. Because you are depending on your pocket. And I'm saying to you, no. 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 Sometimes I can go and I get dressed. I stand in front of the mirror and I say, Ah, earrings came from somebody. Necklace from somebody else. They are matching, but they came from different places. Mat- dress from someone else. Shoe. somebody else. Bag, somewhere. But they are all matching. Ah, well, that's the God that we serve. But it's up to you. So you have sat on the thing you are not wearing. What has it done for you? Hey, the church has become quiet on me again. Hey, dear, Semprani, but I'm very serious about what I'm saying. And every time I empty it, God Himself fills it again. Every time, every time, every time. I'm just showing you that you can prosper wherever you are. Some of you think that, oh, when I go to a broad you have no idea what you are going to work into. You you just please push your neighbor and say, you just have no idea. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you in the house? So what was the first way of neutralizing the cares I shared with you? I said restore your relationship. All right. What was the second one? With the sacrifice. Are you going to sacrifice some things? Some people, in fact, Rev. 1, we have to organize it. So organize the things. Go home. Remove things. Remove them. The rule is that if I've not worn it in a year or a year and a half, I'm not talking about the special things you keep for a wedding. Maybe you didn't go to a wedding last year. But I'm talking about things that are every day in good condition. I've not worn it. Somebody can use it. Hallelujah. Are you with me? A sacrifice. A sacrifice. And then, <laughs> the last one. It's not the last one. That was last one for today. <laughs> you can neutralize a curse with blessings. So you are here, your mother in her anger cursed you, that you will not do well. You just need to hear enough or receive enough blessings to neutralize it. Amen. In Isaiah chapter 65 and verse 8, there's an interesting scripture there. Thus saith the Lord, as the new wine is found in the cluster, And one said, destroy it not, for a blessing is in it, so will I do for my servant's sake, that I may not destroy them all. In other words, because there's a blessing in you, are you here? Because there's a blessing in you, the curse cannot have its way. Hallelujah. Many of the good things that we desire in life, they have already been spoken over us as blessings, only that we received it half-half. Because you were calculating how you were going to buy the car. (laughs) Are you there? But rather, open up to receive blessings. And the blessings in the wedding, there are so many. There are so many. I'm only going to read out two. Mm. Let's look at the one. (laughs) How to remove financial difficulty. Oh, you've heard the scripture before. You just haven't thought about it. Take us to Malachi, chapter (laughs) 3. Malachi, chapter 3. Give me verse 8. Malachi 3, 8. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed you? So he's answered you in tithes and offerings. Often we remember the tithe. We forget the offering part. Then verse 9. Then, then he says, you are cursed with the curse. Hey, so you don't tithe, you're already here. You don't give offerings, you're already here. But you see, in that same scripture, you will see a blessing that overturns the curse. Verse, take us to verse 10. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now. That means test me. That's one of the only places it says test me. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Do you believe scripture or you don't? You need to be, you see, when you don't, there's something, you need the alertness to be able to receive the blessing. You must receive it for it to happen. Amen? If I'm coming to your house and you don't open the door for me to bring what I'm bringing in, it will just come I in. It came, but it was wasted. Are you here? Hey, church is very quiet. You see, that's why sometimes when I'm sharing things from my life, I, I don't enjoy it because I don't, I mean, the way that... Mm, yeah. But you see, this scripture, I have seen it a, I've seen it. I I can be blessed. I said there's nowhere again to put the corn beef. So put two here. Send two here. Send two here. Because I don't have room. I don't have room. I don't have space. I don't have space. Are you there? Mm. I've shared all of me. I'm sharing with you from my heart. It's not that anything. But I'm just telling you that this scripture it works. But you see, sometimes you give your tithe because, oh, I just love the church and I'm a member. So I just did it. Uh Oh, I've been a Christian all my life for so many years. You know, let me just give my offering. I'm just trying to bring your mind on it. When your mind is not on something, the blessing can even pass you by. And you won't see it. You won't see it. You see, you need to be alert to see it. So, on the one hand, you see that there was a curse there, but you see that there's a blessing somewhere that can also overturn it. Amen. And I cannot imagine that I'm paying my tithe. I don't see anything. But you, you have been paying your tithe. Your kitchen, there's only one quarter of a, a, a bottle of oil there with half an onion and two tomatoes. And the only spice available is salt. And you are okay with it. I think I think you should go back and check your tithing. Check it. And if it's inter tell God that Lord, what you said and what I'm seeing here. Eh, it's not, eh, it's not, uh, uh, uh. And what my pastor is giving as an example, cryo. You see, sometimes somebody's testimony can even annoy you. May I have been annoyed before and told God that I thought you said that you don't differentiate between your children and that there is no favorites. If that is true, as I'm sitting, why is this thing like this? He will show it to you. I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. Tell your neighbor we are getting out of poverty. Me, I don't know, I don't know about you, but me, I've had it. I, I, I don't, I've had it. Tell your neighbor, I've had it. I've had it. I've had it. <laughs> Amen. Some of you who are driving cars every day, you are going to buy home You tie. Eh? Re-threaded tie. When you are giving your next tie, day, put it inside and tell them, Lord, I have been tithing all these years. I refuse to buy another set of home use. I want fresh ties. I'm also going to remove the something myself. Fresh ties. Fresh. Fresh ties. Fresh ties. Fresh ties. Fresh tie. Hey, the church is becoming quiet again. Recently, after I was blessed with a car, and then (laughs) I was looking at the tires, and I knew that, you know, we travel so much in a while. So, there were two of us who were blessed at the same time. And the other one, he told me that he had to go and buy his tires. He had to change it. So, I asked him how much it was, and then he said, oh, he mentioned something. I said, "Oh, that's not bad, oh. Then he said, oh, I'm talking about home use, oh. I said, oh, really? Then I said, so how much was the fresh one? When he mentioned, the cost of one, my old car is all the four. <laughs> so, my mind immediately was like, hey, I better go and look for home use. Then I said, no nah lie. Because we were in Tamale more than 25 years ago when we stood there and said that, Lord, we are tithers. We will buy fresh tie." Yeah. It was Prophet Kakra who challenged us. He said, challenge your faith. And from that time till now, Lord, you have not let me down. If today you have brought the car, that the cost of it is like this. Hey! God. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Are you in the church? Yeah. I refuse to be worried about it or to start. No, 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 no. I said, Lord, who brought? Who brought it? Who brought it? Okay. I said, Who brought it? He brought it. When he was bringing, didn't he know that I like fresh ties? Have I been tithing, doing my offering? Okay. Is it not a di- father? I've said it here with the no problem. We- when you see the tires are changed, come and ask uh, myself or Pastor Dennis. So, this one, wh- which one is it? Which one is it? We are watching to see the miracle. <laughs> they are watching. Are you in the church? I'm only sharing it with you because for me, that's my faith work right now. You too, your faith work is in something. Amen. Maybe you have been living in one room all this time, and you are believing God that you are going to move to. Self, you, know, you know how you can have the two rooms, I mean, self content That's your faith. That's what you are believing God for. As you are doing your part, say, Lord, I'm doing my part. My this, my this. He, he will sort you out. And you keep going. You keep going. You, don't, you see, many of us will be walking, then we look, hey, it's not coming. No, stop it. Stop it. Just keep going. That's my last scripture, Mark chapter 11. I didn't plan to bring this one, but Mark 11. Mark eleven twenty three. 23. Yeah. Look at it. Verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast, look at it, and shall not doubt in his heart. This is where we fall down many times. Stay on it until believing really enters you. Stay on it until believing. You see, as I'm standing here, I don't have that. Even if I had the money, I don't use it on the dice. Ah! What? Ah! No way. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. If I had my own personal money, up to the cost of this. No, 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 no. But I know that I know. That I know. That I know that he'll sort me out. I don't know exactly how. I just know. In other words, there is no doubt in my heart. At all. There is no doubt. There is no doubt. And so you two, whatever your faith work is, some of you, it's school fees. Some of you, It's a job. Stop turning around. Every time you doubt, you have broken the thing. It's at me. My face is fixed like this. I'm doing my part, Lord. I know that you'll do your part. He doesn't need you to babysit him. He will do it and you'll be there and you'll see it. We are delivering ourselves from the curse of poverty. I said, We are what? We are delivering ourselves. Poverty is a curse, and we refuse it. Yeah. Yeah, but me in my background, you see, you have started your things. And me, I didn't go to school. You see, you have started your things. I'm just bringing all the arguments we bring for why things are the way they are. He didn't say, I need you to go to school and then I'll bless you. Is it in the Bible? Please, be, be, please open it for me to see. Thou shalt have three degrees. Auntie, I will, is it in the Bible? Three degrees and then... Uh, okay. But um, me, where I'm from, please. Did you see anything like that? That those who are from... No, the Lord is going to bless us. The curse of poverty is going to break. The curse of sickness is breaking. And the Lord is going to prosper us. I want you to stand to your feet and I want you to begin to pray. Some of you, there's fear in your heart because of what you have seen in your family. I want you to put your hand on your heart and say, Lord, today this fear is just leaving me. It's exiting. It's exiting from me. Today, I am writing my name, I am a Christian, so I also belong to another family. So, I'm looking at that family, and every fear is coming out. Maybe you are here, you have seen so many broken marriages in your family, and you are there's fear in your heart that that's how it will be for you. Just, just say, Lord, that, that fear is coming out. It's coming out. It's coming out of my heart. It's coming out of my heart. I want you it's to just up. lift your voice together.
3: Just lift your, your
5: heart to the Lord and your voice to the Lord this morning You say, Lord, I, I am aligning myself with oh you. Oh yes, Lord. Your word mandala, is showing me how to break the curse. O, ba ba ba, talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Show me, Lord. Talk to the Lord. Ba ba ba, Lord. Next week I'll be sharing with you a little, mah, n- little bit also about breaking the curse over your health. Oh Jesus.
3: Oh,
5: yes. Thank you for divine provision. Thank Thank you for the blessing. Remember that another way is to receive blessings. May your store be blessed. May your job be blessed. May your home be blessed. May you be blessed in all that you do. May your hands be blessed. May the work of your hands be blessed. When you go in, may you be blessed. When you come out, may you be blessed. May your business be blessed. Anywhere that you live, may there be a blessing there because of you. May the blessings overtake the curse. May the blessings be more than any May the blessings begin to also deliver fruit in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We're so grateful. Thank you so much for delivering us, Lord. Every fear is out of our hearts today in the name of Jesus. Satan, we bind you. You will not frighten us. You will not frighten us in the mighty name of Jesus. We will do well. We will do well. We shall go up and not down. We shall be the head and not the tail. No arrow that is sent against us shall land. But Lord, it is your word that shall come to pass on our behalf. In Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall say, Amen and Amen. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed. Remember that I shared with you that it is is the cross that there is power in. Before any curse can be broken over you, The blood of Jesus needs to be relevant. You need to be washed in that blood. And that is what we call you are being saved. And so if you are here today and you know that your name is not written in the Jesus book, but you want it to be written there, you know that you are not born again, but you want to be born again, where you are standing, just lift up your right hand. Just lift it up. Just lift it up. God bless you. Just lift it up. Just lift it up. I see your hands in the middle at the back. Just lift it up. Just lift it up. Just lift it up. If your hand is up, I want you to allow the pastors and the ashes to help you. Come to me this afternoon and let us pray together. This is maybe the most important prayer of your life as you give your life to Jesus. You are saying, Lord Jesus, I come to accept the blood of Jesus. It is needed so that he will pass over you. The angel of death will pass over. He cannot touch you. He has to pass over. Oh yes. Oh yes. You are standing there. Your heart is beating. Please just come. Do not allow pride to keep you away. Just come. Just come. Just come. Just come. It's the first step. You go about turning a curse. Just come. God bless you as you come. God bless you as you come. God bless you. Just two minutes. Come and join us. If your heart is beating within you, or you know that you need to make things right with the Lord, just come. As you are standing in front, I want you to pray this prayer. And If you are in the congregation, I want you to join us. You want to say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. The blood you shed for me. Let that blood be over my life. So that every curse and any curse that passes, it cannot touch me. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior, and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name have we prayed. Amen and amen. God bless you. We believe that you
0: have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-I-C. God richly bless you.